Hello. Welcome to The Trap Game, Episode 5. I am your host, Mark Ruthop, with my co-host, Christopher Smith. How's it going, everybody? Welcome, welcome. All right. Well, we got football back. Can't wait. That is, uh, yeah, tomorrow we got the Chiefs-Texans. That's going to be the majority of our show today. But real quick, we want to get a nice little recap, you know, over the week. You know, we've had some pretty interesting stuff happen, especially in the hockey world. You know, last week, Monday, we were pretty freaking confident rolling into uh, game five. You know, the Knights were up 3-1. They were looking good. And then who comes between the pipes? Thatcher Demko. I mean, goddamn brick wall. The dude was ridiculous. Now, I don't want to take anything away from him. He had an amazing freaking run there. Right. But when you're, like, watching the games, and I was telling my dad this, and I was watching it, all they were doing, they were, like, shooting it right into his chest. Yeah. Like, they weren't making it, like, super difficult on him. But, like I said, like, to get everything, and there was no rebounds. Like, he was not letting the Knights have second chances. So, credit where credit is due. Vancouver was great. Definitely gave us a scare. I mean, I know going into Game 7, dude, I was a nervous wreck. I bet you people listen to this podcast went and put all their money on the Knights and then saw that happen and started pissing their pants. Yeah, so, <laughs> so sorry about that. Um, the Knights are tied 1-1 with the Dallas Stars right now. Um, another, you know, Game 1, they got shut out, but it was a one nothing game. They were still playing well. And that's the thing, like, if the Knights weren't getting a ton of shots on net, and weren't playing their game, then I'd be worried. Right. But we kept, we were in it the whole time. Yeah, we were in it the whole time. Like, a yeah. lot of times we're dominating the game. And, right. you know, Third we, period especially we dominated. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I was watching the game yesterday, and at one point, freaking Hidobin is backwards. His, literally, his face is facing towards the net. Yeah. Has no idea where the puck is. And then we get a rebound, try and – you know, shoot it back into the net. The goes it goes under him, under his body. He has still no idea where this puck is, and then it hits his fucking stick. He like slides the stick back. It almost looks like he did it intentionally, but it I was don't not intentional. Yeah, it was sure. not intentional. Like that's kind of luck that the Knights have been getting. Right. But they tie the series up. We're back one one. We're looking good. I'm I'm confident that they're gonna make it into the finals. Um, you have the Lightning up one nothing on the Islanders with a beating, with a beating. an absolute statement, eight two. They look Jesus. dangerous. They play again tonight. We'll see. They we'll do see. play again tonight, but remember, it's only one game, one nothing win, eight two win. It only counts as one. Right. The Knights showed that last week, winning five nothing the first game, and then actually getting almost completely dominated in game two. So, you know, nothing's over until it's over. Um, I'm excited to see how it plays out. Um, going on, the Bucks are out. The Bucks are out. First seed almost swept. They were my pick at the beginning. I put money on the them to come back when they were down the three zero. Then they won that game. Like here right, we go. Right. You know, Giannis being down, he was definitely not playing at a hundred percent because his ankle was messed up. Right. And then he messed up his other ankle. No, I think it was the same one. It just re-aggravated that Did he? same okay. one. When I was watching, they said it was a different ankle. No, I, I must have missed that. But uh, yeah, that that kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, I mean, guess. who knows how much of a difference they already went down three zero without right. him. So right, clearly it shows the Heat were the better team. I said like they just them. didn't look really interested. Right, you know they they weren't playing with the same intensity they had been playing with during the regular season. Right, 
Um, you know, they they were the best like defensively efficient team in the NBA in the paint and best record in the NBA. Right. Like, and it just they look like a completely different team. Um the Lakers look real good. Yeah. After I, after that game one stumble, they look good. Now. I mean, even last night they were losing most of the game yeah. and then I look up and they're up by ten. Yeah. So you can never count the Lakers out. You can never count LeBron out in particular. Right. Like as long as you got LeBron on the team, they're never actually out of the series. I've seen that uh, tweet by Kuzma. He's like, hopefully the media doesn't get this one wrong with Defensive Player of the Year for MVP. Right. Saying you know LeBron deserves the MVP because definitely Giannis deserved the Defensive Player of the Year, but it showed in this series that he was not that player, even with a low injury. He was not playing how he should be, how a defensive player of the year should be. I play. mean, I guess I can I can give you that to a certain extent, but who does Giannis have, you know, like as his number two? Chris Middleton? Who went off in game four. I mean, yeah, like Chris to. Chris Middleton's good, but it's not Anthony Davis. Right. right. You know, you give you give Giannis an Anthony Davis kind of player. They had the best record in the NBA and it was, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, it was just Giannis. Like, right, the Bucks yeah. have a solid team. Like, they're not. You but they know, don't have that one. Star. They have Giannis. That's right. that's it. You take Giannis off that team, it's going to be like when LeBron left Cleveland. Yeah. They're going from title contenders every year to being arguably the worst team in the NBA. You know, like, so I think Giannis said already he's going to stay. In Milwaukee, he is a free a free agent after this season. I think so. I think so. I don't I see why not. I saw something this morning that the Clippers are going to try to make a run at him next year, and if that's the case, look out. I mean, they can make a run at him, but I don't think that they'll win. I think the only way Giannis stayed there is if they won it this year. And I said that last year, thinking, all right, they're going to win it this year, right? and now they're knocked off quick. I think he's going to realize, like, he might need some more pieces, and he's going to have to move somewhere. But it's not like Milwaukee can't bring in those pieces. True. You know, True. Gianna's like, no, I'm ready to stay, but you guys need to show me that you're committed to winning. Right. Like, you need to bring me a solid number two player. Like Anthony Davis. Yeah. Like, eh, I mean, Anthony Davis is a number one on those teams. Exactly. But You know what I mean? Pair him again. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you were to pair those two together, that would be absolutely unfair. I don't think anybody would score any point paints no. <laughs> on the Bucks no. all year. Zero. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think at this point you kind of got to default to the Lakers now that the Bucks are out. Um, Houston's think- obviously not out of that series, but after last night and after you know they were leading almost the entire game, and then the Lakers just kind of stepped on their throat. It's the I- small ball; it doesn't work. No, you know? it doesn't. It, it, and the new NBA is leaning more towards that, more shooters. Less driving to the paint, but this goes to show if you're not hitting those threes or those jump shots and you can't take it to the paint against these tall, you know, these big men, then there's no way you're going to win. Right. And you, when when the Rockets picked up uh, Westbrook, it was so – it was weird to me just because, right. you know, James Harden is so ball dominant. Yeah. And then you switch Chris Paul for Westbrook. And, like, yeah, Chris Paul's a great scorer. But he's definitely a more traditional point guard than Westbrook is. Right. Because Westbrook is the same kind of player Harden is. He's so Ball. dependent on touches. And yeah. I'm like, okay, like they're going to win a lot of games. Like they're going to be a good team. But at the end of the day, like how are these guys going to get along? And I kind of see like the Rockets are playing really, really well without Westbrook. Yeah. 
And now, and now Westbrook's back, and it's kind of like it's messed up the freaking feng shui that that team had going. Like, well, before it'd be like you know drive in, dish it back out, but now right. Westbrook's taking it in and missing, or you know breaking these threes all game, and they just look at each other like, what the hell, dude? Pass the ball, right? Know? And I know a lot of people are gonna disagree with this, but I think Russell Westbrook is supremely overrated. The only reason he has all those goddamn triple doubles. Is because he was the only goddamn player in OKC. Yeah, and I mean, when you're jacking up 45 shots a game, right. obviously you're going to put in 30. Right. If I was putting up 45 shots in the NBA, I'm pretty sure I would have at least 20 points. Right. You know, like, it wouldn't – it's not that hard. I don't care who you are. Um, but, yeah, going on, a really quick um, update on baseball. The Yankees are playing horribly. Five and fifteen in their last twenty. Um, do not do not bet the Yankees. I'm telling everyone that bet against them right now. Every time. This isn't a small sample size anymore. They're five and fifteen in their last twenty. I mean, even they were beating the Jays six to one the other day and ended up losing twelve to seven in one inning, ten runs. Like it feels like I'm not even watching them right now because I get <laughs> I'm just like disgusted watching them play. But it looked like anytime I see them play, I feel like I'm watching the fucking Marlins from a couple years ago. Like it's, it's just the so Marlins look good this year. They yeah, no, not not right them. now. Yeah, like <laughs> the Marlins were actually buyers at the deadline. Right, like that that's nuts to me. Um, Tampa Bay is obviously in first. They're freaking killing it. Toronto has a three game lead over the Yankees in the East right now. That's crazy. Toronto's hot. They're, they are really hot. They're a good, good team right baseball. now. Baltimore, only a half game back of New York. Baltimore. How does it make you feel? I mean, I think I've made it pretty clear how I feel. You guys are a 500 <laughs> team right now. What you guys win it at all? You're messing everything up. Uh, they were 16-6 and six at the beginning of the season. I mean, like I said, 5-15 five, right. five and 15 really just speaks for itself. Um, I mean, whatever. I, at this point, I don't really care. I hope they make it, but if they don't, like they've they've really only done it to themselves. Right. Like, sure, they've had injuries, but a lot of teams have had injuries. Yeah. Like, you can't keep making that excuse. Um, Minnesota is third in the Surprising. Central, right? Like they were rolling. I told you the White Sox. That was my right. pick to win that. The White Sox is that right. sleeper team. And they're tied for first right now with Cleveland. I did I did have the White Sox as a playoff team, to be fair. Yeah. I didn't think that they would win. And, I mean, there's still a lot of time. Like, right. Minnesota's only a half game out of first place still. Like, that's going to be a fun race to watch um, for the rest of the year. Oakland um, winning in the West. They're, you know, they're the same. Like, they're very consistent. Yeah, They're going to win you a lot of games. Houston is only one game over 500. Seattle only three and a half games out of uh, out of second place. Surprising because right. who the hell do they have on their team? Kyle Lewis, that new rookie. Everyone loves him. He's having yeah. a great freaking year. Um, Kyle Seeger's having a good year. Um, I mean, they are four games under 500 as we speak right now. Just kind of goes to show you how weak the West is. Yeah, so does the rest of that division. Oh, so. Dude, I'm, I'm still so disappointed in the Angels. The biggest disappointment. But it's every single year. They, they go out, they, they, like... they get Rendon, 
they get, um, you know, you have my trout that, that speaks right. for itself enough. But then like, it was the same thing a few years ago when they signed Josh Hamilton to that gigantic contract, they signed CJ Wilson. Then on paper, you're like, okay, like these guys are the best team. When you have Mike Trout in the middle of the field, didn't make the playoffs. No. When's the last time they made the playoffs? Don't even know. Yeah, like they're they're just extremely disappointing all the time. You got Atlanta and Philly leading in the East. Miami only a game back of Philly. I hope the Marlins make it. I think that I, I think the Marlins are playing better than the Phillies right now, man. The Phillies relief pitching is atrocious. Right. Well, Miami is still two games behind Philly. Yeah. So let them play the two games, and if they're twenty-one and eighteen after those two games, like yeah, like Miami is a live, live freaking team. Um, and I like I want a team like Miami to make it because we both picked them to finish dead last, right? And that's why the sixty-game season was so intriguing. And that's what we said. It's like any team, right. could really come out because, like, let's be honest. Over one hundred sixty-two games, would the Marlins make it? Right. Probably not. They're going to lose steam. And like the Yankees, that this little sample size wouldn't be that big of a no, deal. No, no. You know, I mean, like, over 162 at 500, over 42 games, like whatever. Right. You know, they're still hurt. They're, they would eventually get healthy. Um, but yeah, like right now, it's definitely panic mode. Mm-hmm. Definitely the panic mode. Big surprise is the Nationals. Um, that's not so much of a surprise to me. Really? No. Um, they were such a good team last year. Yeah, they were, but you know, you lose you lose a lot of guys off that team. Yeah. Um and I mean their pitching is top notch, but you know, pitching only gets you so far if yeah, you're not you scoring put, runs. Exactly. You gotta put up runs. You know, and I mean Scherzer's been good, but he hasn't been you know, the Scherzer of you know, the last few years. It's winning a Cy Young almost every year. Um the Central, the Cubs and the Cardinals leading the way. Milwaukee only two games back of St. Louis. Um, Cincinnati, three and a half games back. They were buyers at the deadline. They're still going for it. Um, They need to turn it on, and they need to turn it on soon. Like right now. Yeah, because, I mean, they're not so far out of it that they can't get there. But the games are running out, and they're running out really fast. Um, Then in the West, you got the Dodgers and the Padres, one and two. Slam Diego. Slam Diego. They had another Grand Slam last night. They did. Will Myers with another one. Jesus, man. They're a fun team it's to that, watch. That lineup, it's uh, uh, Tatis, Hosmer, yep. Machado. Yep. You get two, three on base, you know, and boom, there's three. If you get Myers right behind them, Grand Slam. Yeah, it's time. a nice, it's a nice, nice team. Um, Arizona, major, major disappointment. I mean, they sold everybody. They sold everyone. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised they even have a team. Probably just went out to the parking lot like, hey, you play baseball? Come <laughs> on in. Yeah, that's unfortunate. The Giants, surprising, because I didn't think they were going to do anything this year. I they thought... are currently in the eighth spot. They are a playoff team as we speak right now. That's wild. Right. I thought they were just going to tank this year and rebuilding, and here come you know those years. And, that's no, the thing, 60 playing. games. 60 games, dude. Right. Anything can happen. You just need to get on like two hot streaks. Right. And you're you're going to be good pretty much for the whole year. Um, and then just to recap, who is in the playoffs right now, you got um, in the AL, 
You have the Rays, A's, Indians, White Sox, Blue Jays, the Astros, the Twins, and the Yankees as um, one through eight. And then in the NL, it's the Dodgers, Cubs, Braves, Padres, Phillies, Cardinals, Marlins, and Giants. And, I mean, there's still a ton of teams that can make it, like I said. I mean, outside of, like, the Pirates and the Diamondbacks, you're probably not making it. The Royals aren't making it. Yeah, and then, I mean, from the Angels down, like, Angels, Royals, Rangers, Red Sox, they're, they're done. Like, they're not making it. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a really fun finish for baseball that the postseason's right around the corner. It feels like we just started yesterday. I know. Watching it. It feels like we started this show like last week. Right. We're on episode five. I know. We're on it. It's it's been a lot of fun though. Um, all right. NFC win totals. Let's get into it. Alright, I'll start it off. Okay. Your team. The Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Desert Birds. Desert Birds. Made a lot of moves in the offseason. Acquire uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who just signed an extension. Crazy. He negotiated himself. No trade clause. No No franchise no tag. No franchise tag. I think he's like the highest paid non-quarterback athlete at this point. Ever. Ever. Now, I don't know if that changed with Jalen Ramsey's contract. It could have, but yeah, for like the day or two. Yeah. You know, yeah, before before Ramsey's extension. Um, he was, and I'm super excited. Yeah. Because they have him for the next five years, I believe. Because he, be he still has three years on his current deal. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, his extension. So I I might just get a Hopkins jersey. I mean, I, mean, I might not? have to. You know, he's going to be with the team five years, and it's going to be awesome. All right. Um, their win total is seven and a half. The over for that is plus one hundred five. The under is minus one twenty five. Um, it's going to sound biased, but I, I don't know how they don't get to eight wins this team. At it, least that's exactly what I'm thinking. Is why is it plus going over? But then me as a sports gambler, it's like you got to, like, the, the casinos know something. Minus well, that's the thing. Like, it, it's, you know, it's a trap. Right. That number is a trap. It really is. Up, you see everybody. Kyler Murray is second year. Like, you think it's going over. Kyler Murray's a sexy pick to win the MVP this year. Right. Um, their defense got better. You get a full year out of Patrick Peterson, who seems to be fully bought in. Mm-hmm. Um, Buda Baker. You put Isaiah Simmons on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you have a healthy defense right now. Like I haven't seen anything to make me think that, you know, this team can't reach at least eight wins. You know, like they might, they're going to have a lot of close games, but even the years before they were bad, a lot of their losses were, were close. super close losses. Both of those uh, games against the Niners last year. Right. Were, I mean, the Niners went to the Super Bowl and they were right there neck and neck. Exactly. And and during down the stretch of the season, the Cardinals were starting to like be a problem for a lot of teams. Yeah. So Beat the Seahawks late. Right. Um. I'm I'm going over. I I don't see. I see this team as an eight and eight team at worst. Yeah. Honestly, like I would not be surprised if they snuck into the playoffs. They're a fun team. Like they're gonna score a lot of points. Their defense is much improved. I mean, unless Cliff Kingsbury becomes worse. But again, it was like Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury, they were starting to learn each other. They were starting to call the right plays. Right. Towards like, the end of the year, you I, can see I just I don't see where 
seven and a half, the total, the under would be minus 125. It, it's just weird to me. See, and that is the only reason I would go with the under. It's, right. You know, statistically, paper, everything you look at it, you think, all right, this team is at least a 500 team, yeah. eight and eight. But it's just weird to me that the the, the casino still has them um, favored to go under. I, it might be where they just lose a couple stupid games or close games that they should have won. You know what I mean? Just to it could come down the to new that. system, right. everybody gelling together. So yeah, we're just gonna have to see. I mean, the floor, the the absolute floor I can see for this team is like six and ten. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. they're not gonna be as bad as. And they I feel like that honestly might be how it ends. Or it's going to get to those people. It's going to come to game like 16, seven and like seven, seven and nine. Yeah. Or like yeah. they will be seven and eight going yeah. into week 17. Yeah. I mean, I'm sticking with the under, I think that they're a sleeper playoff team. Honestly. Um, are you going with the under? I'm going with the under. Okay. You're going with the over. I'm taking the over. Okay. Um, next up the bears, the bears, the bears, the bears. Win total is eight. Um, plus 130 to the over, minus 150 to the under. Unless they start Nick Foles, I'm putting my mortgage on the under. I mean, and I don't even own a house. So this is like... I mean, why would you... You're the most confident, it feels like, in the Bears under. Why would you get Nick Foles, have all this money you're paying him because the Jaguars gave him that huge deal and then right. just let him run. Yep. And you have all this this talent, I guess. I mean, he's not the greatest quarterback, but he's definitely made better decisions, shown he's better than Mitch Trubisky so far. And you just still go, I guarantee Mitch loses one, two games, and it goes to Nick Foles straight up. And if that's, that, if that's the case, then I'll take the over. I think Trubisky gets, like, a really bad rap. I don't think he's as bad as everyone says he is. Yeah. Like, his rookie year, he had a really good year. Yeah. And even last year, like, was he great? No. But he definitely wasn't the worst quarterback in the league either. But with their defense, he doesn't have to be the greatest quarterback. He just has to be, like, decent enough, and he showed he wasn't. See, but who did he have on offense either? You know, like, it's not exactly like... I guess. Right, like, it's not exactly like the dude has crazy weapons around him. Right. You know what I mean? Like... I like him a little bit more than other people. Like, I'm not saying I would start a franchise around him. Right. And I definitely didn't pick him for my fantasy team. Nope. You know what I mean? But I'll go with the under um, just because the NFC North is going to be, you know, a really tough division again. Um, I mean, the minus 150, I wouldn't bet it. I wouldn't bet the under because, you know, they can catch fire. Because, like you said, right. their defense is sick. It's still all together. Yeah. They're going to do well just because of that factor. I could, I could see there's another case where it could come down to week 17, you know. Yeah. I don't see them being the worst team. I don't see them being the best team. Um, but I could see I could see 8-8. Eight and eight. I could definitely see you getting a push. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think we're both going to go under. Under. Um, just because overall the team isn't the best, uh, but they're going to get you some wins. Um, next up, the Panthers. Five and a half, okay, minus 130 to the over, plus 120 to the under. 
Um, I'll let you start this one. See, I think this is weird as a betting man again. Right. Why is it so low? Five and a half? I mean, they go out and they get Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. Which did phenomenal for the Saints while Drew Brees is out. They got they still have Christian McCaffrey. Their safeties are very good. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than like you know it being a more young team, I just don't see why five and a half. I mean, they're tied for the lowest with the Washington football team. Yeah, at five and a half for the lowest wins, they're tied. You know, and I know it's favored to go over. But it's like those things where you see low totals in basketball games. Like, oh, they're going to shoot way over. And then right. the game ends like 90 to 90. Right. So it's like it's almost too easy to take the over five and a half. So I'm going to go with the under five and a half. They're going to win five games and go 10 and five for the plus 120. Five and 10. Five and 10. Yeah. Sorry. It's like 10 and five. They had a, a pretty good game. season. Yeah. Um, I agree. Five and a half, like like you said, Christian McCaffrey, probably the best player in football right now. Right. Maybe outside of Mahomes, right. obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, I don't think Bridgewater is an upgrade to Cam Newton. No. You know, like if you, I mean, and who knows how good Cam Newton's going to be this year. Like coming off all of his injuries, he's in a new system. But Cam Newton shows showed that he can he is a superstar in this league right teddy bridgewater hasn't showed he's a superstar and i kind of i kind of put him on the same level as like tyrod taylor yeah. you know like they're both safe quarterbacks they move around. they're not gonna throw for 350 400 yards ever it's just not who they are um they can run but they're not the fastest runners in the world uh he's a safe guy but again, he's like he's not that quarterback that's gonna pull out a win that he shouldn't. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, and maybe he looked better in the Saints because they have all those. Right. Oh yeah, they have an ins- era. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe it actually made him look better than he might have actually been. Oh, exactly. Because hundred yeah, percent. But now you're just you got Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, you can hand the ball, you can dump it off them, but everybody's accounting for that. Yeah, like when he was in the Saints system, they could mask his deficiencies because of who he had, because of the weapons he had. Christian McCaffrey can do that for him to an extent, um, and he's going to – McCaffrey's going to have another sick year, I'm sure, um, because Bridgewater's going to dump it off to him all the time. He has to. but yeah, it's just another team that's kind of underwhelming to me. I don't see them being a very good team. They could very easily like sneak out six wins if they hit a nice little hot streak. But yeah, five and a half to the under, I think, is the play, especially with a new coach, new system. Like, there's a lot of new pieces on this team, and that takes a little while to gel. Yeah. And if like McCaffrey goes down, this like could be a two-win team. I God forbid because McCaffrey's fun to watch, and you, you don't want you don't have him in your fantasy. No, game. no, I took him last year, and I mean, I rode that dude to a number <laughs> one overall seed. Like he was putting up 40, 50 points a game. It was insane. He's on your bench. He he's, has a bye week. I'm still starting. Him. <laughs> yeah, bye week, dude. I'm starting him. Somehow he still puts up twenty right. points. Right <laughs> on the couch. 
Um, all right, we're going to move to the NFC North again, yep. to the Detroit Lions. Seven um, is the win total there, minus 150 to the over, um, plus 130 to the under. Uh, I, I don't get it. I think they think the Lions are going to uh, either be first or second in that division. They, mean, the total or the line itself – Shows me that they think the Lions are a playoff team. Yeah, because that's the biggest. That's the biggest uh, total to the over is the minus one fifty for the Lions. Yep. So they again, the book obviously loves them, and I listen to the book because right. they know what they're talking about. Somehow, I'm gonna go with the over. It. It doesn't all, make sense. It you, doesn't make you lose, sense. You lose Golden Tate. Yep. He goes to the Giants. Yep. You got Matt Safford, who's probably playing for his career now, because if he doesn't do anything with this year, they might get rid of him. I don't know, though. Really? Detroit loves Matt Stafford. That dude can do no wrong in Detroit. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't been healthy. He's always hurt. You know, like, has his team won a playoff game with him under center? I don't think so. No. You know, but but they still made him at one point the highest paid quarterback in the league yeah. before, you know, Mahomes and all this dumb money is getting thrown around now. Um, it all comes down to if Matt Stafford can stay healthy and him coming back with like the back injury that he's had. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say no. Yeah. I don't think he stays healthy. No. Um, I don't think he comes as the same quarterback. You you come off a back injury now right. you're like you're like a Derek Carr and Derek Carr barely broke his leg you're just running for your life because you're afraid of getting hurt now I mean I, I I like the Lions offensive line a little bit more no I guess not the Raiders have a pretty good offensive line and I'm not putting Derek Carr and Matt Stafford in the same category there's no way in hell right I'm just saying that once Derek Carr broke his leg and he came back you could tell like. He did not want to get hit. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna throw this ball away. I'm not. I'm not standing in the pocket long enough to get hit. I'm running. I'm. You know what I mean? So we're gonna see if that has. That's gonna to apply to Matt because that's a back injury. That's scary to think about. Like at any moment, this could reoccur or something right. worse. Right. You know. So we'll see. I mean, I like the over, just because what William Hill supplying us these lines is saying. It's just strange. Yeah. Minus 150. They believe in, they obviously believe in Matt Stafford. Yeah. Second year for uh, Patricia, you know, and it was again like the Lions weren't a bad team last year, but they definitely were not a good team by any stretch of the imagination either. Um, yeah. Give us both the over minus, minus 150. It's not something I'd bet. I don't really, I don't like it either way, honestly, but for the sake of, Having a pick, I'll take the over. Um, the Vikings at nine minus one ten both ways. Pick them. Yeah. Um. I like the over. Really? Yeah, I think losing Stephon Diggs. Yeah, you lose Stephon Diggs, but I love Adam Thielen. He's great. You bring in Justin He's Jefferson great. to that team. That kid can be the next Stephon Diggs. Um. Dalvin Cook's healthy. Yeah. You bring in uh, Yannick Ngakwe to that defensive line. He's going to be trouble. Yeah. He's going to be trouble. He took – that's how bad the Jaguars are. 
He took six million less to go play for Minnesota. Duh, they probably told him, "Hey, we're tanking. If you want to win, go somewhere else." Because that's what they're doing. They're tanking. Oh, hundred percent. You know, but they didn't want to get rid of him either. Really? Like they. That's why it took so long for him to get traded. Mm. Like he he was very public that he's like, "I'm not playing for the Jaguars anymore." Trade me, or you're just wasting cap space. And the Jaguars like, nope, not trading you, not trading you. And then I officially, you know, I think they got the point that he's like, okay, he's kind of serious. Yeah. But uh, I like this Vikings team. Um, I like Kirk Cousins. I've always been, I've <laughs> always been, I've always been a believer in Kirk Cousins. Even when they drafted him behind um, Robert Griffin. Yeah. I was like, this kid's still going to be good. Yeah. And. It's weird to think now, because like everyone loved RG three coming out of college. Yeah, I mean he was the Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, back right, then, right. You know? And to think like, obviously the Redskins were not as sold on RG three, even mm-hmm. though they took him number one overall. You don't take a guy number one overall and then take another quarterback in that draft. I think he went, what, in like the third round? Mm -hmm. It wasn't like they took a guy in the sixth, seventh round. Like the third round for a quarterback, that's still a good pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I really like Kirk Cousins. I think he gets them over the nine. I think the Vikings are going to be a problem this year. Um I have it uh, pushing at nine. Okay. So you have them at nine nine and seven. seven. And I think Kirk Cousins' agent is the biggest finesse lord to ever have a player in the NFL. I mean, this dude gets major contracts wherever he goes. And last year, okay, yes, he did well. But the previous years before that, eh, it's wishy-washy. And the fact that every team's still like, Kirk Cousins, pay this man. Put him on our team. Kirk Cousins again, pay this man. You like that? You like that? You know what I mean? And I'm just like, wow, like this guy must have, I don't even know, his agent just must be a god at getting him these deals. You know whose agent is a god? It's Sam Bradford's agent. I think officially, like, oh, I've seen that. I think people officially have, like, given up on Sam Bradford. I don't think he's on a team uh, this year. At least I haven't heard anything about Sam Bradford. But. He was in the last year, you know, before they made the rookie wage scale, Bradford gets a massive contract from the Rams. Absolutely massive. And then he goes, who did he go to after the Rams? Um, yeah. I, mean, I don't even know. But yeah, he, he gets a huge contract from the Rams. Then he goes and gets another huge contract. I can't remember where he played after the Rams right now. But he got another huge contract. And then he went to the Cardinals for $20 million for one year. And he played not a single game. He played a couple preseason games, and then that was it. So that's right. He went to the Eagles, then the Vikings. I want to see his career earnings real quick because he did. The dude has made so much money and has played zero games. Zero games. I mean, is it is it a Josh McCowan? Did you see that? Josh McCowan has played for like almost every team. Well, did you see now? Apparently, he's like. On the practice squad of the Eagles and doesn't even have to practice in the game. He can stay at home in Texas and they're still paying him. It says basically when they need a quarterback, if they need a quarterback, they'll call him up, but he's still on their payroll. What a life. What a life. You could just stay at home, don't come to practice, 
don't do anything. Just stay in shape. If we need you, we'll call you. Jesus. And he's getting paid. That's awesome. That's great. Imagine that. Imagine Josh McCown. I mean, I've seen this thing. It was like, Mahomes signed for 10 years for one team. He's like, yeah, but I've signed a one-year deal with 10 other yeah, teams. Yeah. He's done it better. You right. know? I would still say Mahomes. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Who's got the ring? All right, so I have the Vikings over nine. I got Chris push. has them going nine and seven. Um, the Cowboys. I like to call them the Cowgirls. Uh, I think the majority of us like to call them the Cowgirls. They are definitely not America's team. No, they are not. Um, the win total is 10, minus 120 to the over, um, even to the under. I'm going under. Until this until this team, they're kind of like the Browns to me. Yeah. Like they're never as bad as the Browns, obviously. But until this team actually does something, like I don't believe in them. Year after year, I just don't believe in them. I think it's definitely going under. I've seen a bunch of simulations earlier all over the internet that actually has the Cowboys going to the the ship. Right. Going all the way. And I think, personally, with Dak Prescott, never. They'll never go. I am not a believer. I'm not a fan. He's a good quarterback. And, you know, he's in the NFL for a reason. But you have all these. You got Zeke. You got Amari Cooper now. You got... All these people and your O line is great, and you just do nothing with it every year. They had that year two years Somehow ago. Somehow still got CD Lamb. CD Lamb, yeah. and I think that's what's making this. Also, line we so did high. mess that up last week. We said Jerry Judy went to the Cowboys, but we it was it switched. was reverse. Uh, Judy went to the Broncos. CD Lamb's on the Cowboys. There's all these names. There's so many wide receivers <laughs> going around everywhere, like T Higgins. I didn't even realize I'm thinking, oh, he's gonna be great. I drafted him in my draft. Realized he's the number four guy on the Bengals. Mm-hmm. God damn it! But he could turn into a solid contributor, right? I mean, if him and Joe Burrow click up well, right? And I mean, who knows how many games AJ Green plays because that guy doesn't stay healthy anymore either, right? Um, but yeah, just like going back to the Cowboys, if the talent on that team plays how they're supposed to play and what they're projected to do, the Cowboys will probably go to the Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. that's how talented the roster is. Right. But, you know, again, just like you said, I'm not a huge believer in Dak Prescott either, but uh, they definitely have the talent to go, like, 13-3. and three. Yes. I think at best. But they've had that talent. Right. For and like two, three years now, and they still keep going eight and eight almost I think, every year. I think we're going to see also the coaching change. Yeah. You know, that could be a big factor. See, I but mean, they didn't bring in a scrub. Mike McCarthy's a good coach. No, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What, oh, okay. Whatever his yeah. name was before. Uh, Jason Garrett. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, terrible decision maker. Terrible. Like, the, some of the things he was doing in those games, I'm like, why? Why are you doing this right now? You're losing me this money because I bet on you assholes <laughs> and it's just stupid. So, and that's why now he's an offensive coordinator for the giants and not a head coach for the Cowboys. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see. I think at best 10 and six at best, they okay. hit the 10 on the nick right. on the dot. But I can I'm still going with the under. Yeah, me too. Um, the Rams eight and a half is the total. The over under is 
plus 120 to the over, minus 140 to the under. Uh, there's another team. Give me the under. Under. Yeah. All day. Since the Super Bowl run, Jared Goff, trash. Todd Gurley left in the Falcons now. They lose um, Cooper Cup. Or not Cooper Cup. Who is their other wide receiver that went to the Texans? Uh, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Yeah. One of their deep threats. I mean, who do you got? You just signed this. You Jalen Ramsey. Yes, you still have Aaron Donald. Your defense is probably the only thing holding this team together. Mm-hmm. I don't think they hit. The but even better. then, like, even then, outside, and it showed last year, outside of Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, they have so much money tied up to those top guys that they're so thin. Yeah. They are so thin. Like, And, like, they have the star-studded roster. And everyone sees that, and they're like, oh, my God, this team's so good. But when you play a game like football, you need that well-rounded team. Right. The Rams do not have that. Yeah. And like you said, like, Jared Goff is a fraud. Yeah. You you saw that coming out of college. Like, when you have these guys coming out of college, sure, they throw a lot of touchdowns. They have a lot of of passing yards. But when you see a guy like him, when you see a guy like Jameis, these guys will throw still. 15, 16 interceptions, I'm not confident in that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Because if you're doing that against college competition, you're doing imagine what you're going to do in the NFL. Right. You know what I mean? And Jameis Winston's not even a starting quarterback anymore. I mean, will he be after Drew Brees retires? Probably. And will he get better? Probably, sitting behind Drew Brees. Right. But Jared Goff, like, he hasn't improved. Mm-mm. He He's stayed the same. Yeah, I think he's, he's gotten worse. He has gotten worse. And it's because he's losing the weapons that he had yeah. in the first place. Yeah. So um, the Cardinals have gotten better. The Seahawks are still a good team. Um, the 49ers are a freaking runner-up in the Super Bowl. Like This is probably, in my opinion, the best division in football Like as, as far as like well-rounded teams. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, I could see them going six and ten, um, seven and nine. I don't think they'll get to the nines no. this year. Never. Um, the Eagles, nine and a half. The totals plus one plus one twenty five to the over, minus one forty five to the under. Um, give no. give me the over. Really, I I like the Eagles. Um, again, it's it just all comes down to how healthy Carson Wentz. I was stay. just gonna say that. You know, if he. I'm I'm basing all of my picks as if the quarterback plays all 16 games. Right. So I think they go over. Carson Wentz is obviously extremely talented. I like what they got going on over there. Miles Sanders is projected to have a, just a gigantic year. Um, Jalen Ragor is out for them right now, so that hurts them a little bit. But I think Carson Wentz is that kind of guy that can make up for – Losses like that, definitely. You know, definitely. so and I think the Eagles believed him enough. I mean, you win the Super Bowl, win another quarterback, and then you get rid of that quarterback. Right. So it just right. goes to show, like they have a lot of faith in Carson Wentz if exactly. he can stay healthy. I think he's really good. I like him a lot. You know, so they helped out their secondary, went and got some safeties and cornerbacks. They got a wide receiver in the draft, so they're definitely filling the spots they needed to fill with mm-hmm. position players. So. I still don't think they go over the nine and a half. I think they hit nine right on the dot. Okay. I think it's a nine and seven team. Um, they just haven't had that 
I don't know, every game that they're in, they lose, and every other game they get blown out by. So I don't know. I just I'm not I mean, a, I'm not a fan of yeah. the over. And don't get me like you're right. Like they could hit nine on the dot, but at nine and a half at plus one twenty five. I like that. Right. It's it's, it's a really, really good value play. Yeah. Um, 49ers, 10 is the win total. I think that is tied close. It's the third highest win total um, on the board. Minus 120 to the over. Even is the under. Um, Now, I know Randy's going to be mad at me for this, but I'm going under. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. And I and I I think it's just a hype thing. I mean, Garoppolo shows he can't be a clutch quarterback when it matters, aka throwing overthrowing the Super Bowl. I don't necessarily think that he's not a clutch quarterback. He hasn't been put in a lot of those positions, yeah. you know. Um and the dude is good. Like the dude is a very good game manager. He shows that he can win. You know, he won in New England when Tom was Suspended. Yeah, he won with the Niners when uh, who who was their quarterback when he went down and he played like the last four games. Don't even remember. Yeah, he went like four and zero. Yeah, you know, like so the dude wins. Like he's a good quarterback. Um, but again, like they just haven't. They didn't get better. No, they got rid of some pieces. Yeah, and they they lost. They lost Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I think. Debo's not hurt, but they like they have Debo and Brandon Ayuk. I think are their like one and two receivers right now. Right. I mean, obviously George Kittle helps that a lot. Yeah. But I I just don't. They didn't get better, but they didn't get worse. You know. And again, it's like in that division, teams have either a gotten better or have stayed the same. Yeah. And it's they're the only one that's gotten worse. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, it, and it's not to say like they've gone considerably worse. Right. Like I still think that they'll probably win the division, um, but I could see them going ten and six. I like the nine and seven route. I think they're going to struggle. I think teams that they barely beat last year, like Seattle, are going to come out with a vengeance. Right. And yeah, I, I like the nine and seven route. I think. Uh, I don't. We don't see them in the Super Bowl again this I year. I don't think so. And it's so hard for a team that loses the Super Bowl to get back to the Super Bowl. Right. It's almost impossible. Right. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll just go the under there. We're gonna keep it in that division. Uh, yep. The Seahawks nine and a half minus one twenty five for the over plus one hundred five for the under. I like the over. I like the Seahawks. They're gonna win the division. They might win the NFC. I really like the Seahawks this year. I really like them. They bring in Jamal Adams. Crazy. Automatically shores up that freaking secondary. Right. They're already so good on the defensive side of the ball every year. DK Metcalf's going to get better. I don't – I think he's still a little overhyped. I don't think he's a bad receiver, but at no. the same time, it's like, let the kid have a couple good years before right. we say he's the greatest receiver of I all think, time. I think he's just more of that jump ball receiver yeah. because he's so tall. Right, right. So, and that's why Russell Wilson just like, I'm going to lob this thing to the moon and you're going to have to go grab it because if not, then, you know. I still like Tyler Lockett more. I drafted him in my league. I yeah. love Tyler Lockett. 
and they have such a good connection, him exactly. and Russell Wilson. Like uh, that's why people keep saying Metcalf's gonna overtake the first spot. No way. Unless I mean, he gets, might in a couple years. Only if, yeah, in a couple years, or if Lockett gets injured. Yeah, but I just don't see. But Lockett is still like extremely productive. Right. You know what I mean. Um. But yeah, Russell Wilson is the deciding factor. He's probably the best player in the NFC, and it's it goes back to like teams like the Cowboys. Um. You know, they're they're projected at ten wins, but it's show me that you're not that same team. Yeah. And it's the same uh, concept with the Seahawks. Every single year, oh, the Seahawks are going to be bad this year. Oh, the Seahawks are going to be bad this Everybody's year. Everybody's just banking on it. But they're always good. Because they're they, always good because they got Russell Pete Carroll. Wilson. They have Russell Wilson. The culture there, for just at like football-wise, they know how to win. Right. And they're going to keep winning as long as they keep that core together. Give me nine and a half. I love the over there. I think. They'll probably go like twelve and four or something like that. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Twelve and four. I, I really, really like that team. Um, moving on, we'll go to the Falcons at seven and a half minus one twenty to the over. Um, under is the even. I'm surprised here. I'm seeing everyone loves the Falcons this year. I don't get why you get Todd Gurley who has a bum knee. Right. You know what I mean? Todd like, Gurley, Julio Jones is obviously a monster. I like. Yeah. I really like Calvin Ridley a lot. I think he's um, undervalued, but um, it's I don't. And and this is another one of those things where you just look at the why do the casinos put that? They're favored to go over seven and a half with this mediocre team with a couple good pieces. Yeah, and you're like minus one twenty. It's almost like too juicy to take the under. Agreed. Even you're like, oh, that's that's a gimme. Give me that and watch. They're going to come out and win these games that they shouldn't win this year. So um, from a betting perspective, not a statistical perspective, I will take the over 7.5 just because it looks really weird to me. Okay. I mean, yeah. I I mean, I just don't see them winning 7.5 games. I don't either. It, you know what I mean? Like, I, I physically can't see it, but there's somebody out there who gets paid a lot of money to make these lines and a lot of knowledge and, you know, stuff going on, and they think they're going to win over seven and a half games. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I think they're going under. They'll be a 6-10, and 7-9 and nine team, you know. And I, like I said, I completely agree with yeah. that, completely, but it just looks weird. Like, Matt Ryan has been so underwhelming in his career. Right. Like, he – is supposedly one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, but, you know... I don't see it. They underperform almost every year. When they get to the playoffs outside of their Super Bowl appearance, they always, they almost always lose in the first round. Right. And even when they did make it to the Super Bowl, they, they blow a 28-3 freaking lead in the third quarter. So 28-3. Yeah. The Falcons are just... They're just a completely inept team. Like, they just it's, again, it's like the year. talent is there for them to be good. Yeah. But it never fully reaches its potential. So give us give me the under. Chris takes no. the over just because of the line. Um it's that's another thing. Like I won't bet this. No. Um but yeah. We're gonna move on now to the Cheeseheads, the Green Bay Packers at nine even. I love the over. Plus one twenty five. Okay. It's the same as at Eagles. And they're, they're giving them a half a game. 
they're giving them the push. At least we even get the push on this one. I think they win 10 games this year. Aaron Rodgers is looking over his shoulder right now, even though they say Aaron Rodgers is our guy. They go out and draft a quarterback in the first round. Instead of getting him more help, I think he lights it up this year. I mean, he might even be a contender for MVP this year. He will do what Aaron Rodgers does, and he's going to take them. You know what? I'm calling it right now. Chiefs Packers Super Bowl repeat of Super Bowl four or Super Bowl one. Sorry, fifty-two years later. Wow, it's going to happen. Okay. It's going to be fucking great. That's what I thought was going to happen this year. They were leading up 50 years. Yeah. It was going to be the whole thing, and it just didn't happen that way. Under. Under. I'm I'm going the complete opposite way. It just doesn't seem like there's a lot of – this team just doesn't seem like it's meshing. Really? Aaron Jones? He did well that last year? I'm not saying so much as like on the football side of things. I just think there's like so much turmoil in that locker room. Like – Aaron Rodgers is saying all the right things. Right, because he's he has to. But you know he's pissed off. Yeah. They had an opportunity to draft a receiver for him in the first round. They haven't done that since, I think, Aaron Rodgers has been on the team. They've never gotten him help in the first Ever. round. Ever. And they still, like, even in free agency, they didn't do anything. Right. You know, they draft freaking uh, Jordan Love. Then you have Aaron. Who is this kid? Then you have Aaron Jones, who had probably was probably outside of Christian McCaffrey the most productive running back in the NFL. Agreed. And then you go and draft. Uh, I think J.K. Dobbins was it? J.K. Dobbins. I thought no. He, J.K. Dobbins was on the Ravens. Ravens. It's Cam Akers. No, Cam Akers in the Rams. I forgot who they drafted, but they drafted another running back early. Yeah. So they're they're just like creating competition where they don't need to. Exactly. And, you know, like Aaron Rodgers shouldn't have to look over his shoulder. Right. Aaron Jones shouldn't have to look over his shoulder. Right. You know what I mean? So they've proven that they're good and they're willing to win for this team. Yeah. It's just their office, man. Their their front office is like oblivious. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers isn't getting any younger. No. He's had major injuries. As well. Yeah. So at some point that stuff catches up to you. I think I see them being like a seven win team. Really? I just don't see that like this keeps going. I just, I can't see them defying, you know, not bringing in players. Just like letting Aaron Rodgers doing everything on his own every single year. Right. I, I, I think it catches up to them eventually. The NFC North is already pretty freaking difficult anyway. So, yeah, I like the under. You have them as your Super Bowl pick. I They're going to the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. Well, they're I guess win, we're going to see. But they're going. All right. Um, Buccaneers. Ooh, I love this. The Tom, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love this. What are they going to – who are they going to get? Kevin Durant next? I mean, are they going <laughs> to go out and get Messi like, right, you know, as right. their kicker? Like, come on now. They're getting everybody. They're just, just going to go sign Jerry Rice. Everybody. I mean, Jesus. Um, nine and a half minus 40 to the over. The minus 140 to the over. Plus 120 to the under. I'm the same. The I'm, value, the under, the under, the under. The team will not mesh. You have just too many – 
too many personalities that were all good on their own and separate They're just teams. relics at right, this point. Right, that too. Like, Tom Brady has been getting worse. Right. Gronk, Can't throw there. Gronk is coming out of retirement. From partying. All he did was party. Right. All he did was party. I, I mean, you get Leonard Fournette, who was cut by the Jaguars. Is he a decent running back? But yes. he's like... The way that they're treating him now that he's on Tampa Bay, they're now treating him like he's like Derrick Henry level, like right. that good. I'm like, where where is this coming from? I think I think to give him a little leeway on that is like what he said, now I have a quarterback. Now it's like people aren't going to – when he's on the Jags, it was like Leonard Fournette's going to get the ball. He's going to run. Yeah. He's going to run. That's why like DJ Chark came out last year and looked like a god on the receiving end. I loved him. Sleeper pick last year. But it made him look so well because they just loaded the box praying, you know, knowing that Leonard Fournette's going to get these carries. So now it might open it up for him. And I think he will do very well with the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks in a hole are going to do very well. See, but like the thing is, though, they have like 18 running backs on their freaking roster yeah. that are going to get touches. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy is going to get the passing downs. Yeah. Ronald Jones is already... Yeah, I, who knows how long that lasts, but Bruce Arian said it's still Ronald Jones' job. So yeah. at least week one, Jones is going to get the majority of the touches. Yeah. Um, Fournette, like, he might get the, like the goal line back. touches. Yeah. He might get the goal line touches, but even then, like, I think his absolute ups, upside at the beginning of the year, at least, is like seven, eight touches, maybe. And then even when you get down to the goal line, everyone has to eat. You got Chris Godwin, you have Mike Evans, you have Gronkowski, you have O.J. Howard. Like, there's just too many people on this team to really project how well someone's going to do. Right. Um, Now, saying that, I love Chris Godwin this year just because he's such a good route runner. Um, And Tom Brady doesn't really like to push the ball downfield as much as he used to. And he doesn't have to because he's – I mean, he is such a smart quarterback. He doesn't rely – on the 50, 60 yard bombs like Jameis Winston did, yeah. you know? Um, but, it, but saying that like Bruce Arians is extru- like, they just don't right. work the, as the like a quarterback. Like- well, Bruce Arians is crazy aggressive, loves pushing the ball down the field. Like unless Brady got a freaking new arm over the off season and can push Robo the ball arm. 50, 60 yards down the field. Right. I just don't see how this works out. And I don't see, how they get to 10 wins. Uh, me neither. And I think it's just that hype train. It has Tom to. Tom Brady's there. Gronk's back. You get Leonard Fournette. You get this. You get that. New coach. And, you know, they don't. I Like I said in the last you show, see this they don't every, make the playoffs. You see this every time a team brings in all these new people. Right. The Dolphins did it a couple years ago when they signed the Dominican Sioux. The Browns. The Browns did it. I mean, you see it in basketball. The that year that, the year that the Lakers brought in uh, Dwight Howard, Steve Nash. Yeah. Like, they brought on all these nice pieces. They were horrible. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. The hype train is going to get derailed. Yes. I don't think they're going to be great. I could see this just coming off the rails completely and them being like a 5-1 team this year. Jeez. That's, oh my that's my bold matters. prediction of the year. It's not even that bold. I think, like, I said it, like, when the Browns happened, you know, they hit OBJ, they got 
Landry, they got Nick Chubb, they got Kareem Hunt, they got everybody, they got the best defense and their defensive line. And I literally was, everybody's like, put your money, they're going to win the division, they're going to. And I was like, they're not going to make the playoffs. They won't. And they didn't. And I'm just like, I don't see where the Buccaneers are going with their franchise. Me neither. You know what I mean? You sign a 43-year-old quarterback. Right. Jameis Winston is still in his mid-twenties. I would have kept him. Oh, absolutely. Behind Tom Brady now. 100. Now you're behind the best quarterback, I, arguably, I to live. I don't get it. I don't get where this team is going at all. More front right. office issues. I mean, I guess it's to sell tickets, but they can't even sell tickets this year. So. Right. Um, the well, Saints. Yeah, Saints. Ten and a half. Um, the over is even. The under is minus 120. I'm going to go over just because of how talented the team is. Yeah. Now, this could backfire because of everything that happened with Drew Brees like a month or two ago. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be very willing to protect for him, honestly, this year. I think it's going to be a little dicey. Um, they're they're gonna let him get hurt and let I, That's that's kind of what I'm scared of. Honestly, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm scared of. I'm gonna go the over just because this team. This is like their last hurrah. Oh, yeah. with with this team they have right now. If, if they don't do anything this year, and I mean, granted, yes, they might have been cheated out of playoff games in the previous years, but yes, this is their last hurrah. This yeah. is it, and I think it goes ten and six. I got the under just by hair. I think they. Squeak it by ten and six, make the playoffs, get cheated out again, lose, and now it's someone else's job to be quarterback in this in New Orleans. Yeah, and then we don't even know if Alvin Kamara is going to be around next year. Well, they, they said they're closing in on a deal on him. At first, I heard they were willing to trade him, and I'm like, they're gonna trade this guy. There's no way they trade this guy. Yeah. And then the next day they go, we're closing in on a deal with Alvin Kamara, and I'm just like, okay, so which is it? Are you yeah. getting rid of him or are you not? But, uh, yeah, I, I just – I think they're just all around. They're solid. Their defense has gotten better. The offense is is great. Give me the over. Um, we'll go to the Giants at six and a half. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley. Um Plus 135 to the over, minus 155 to the under. At I least, like the over. I, you know what? At that number, I'm not – I don't disagree, honestly. I mean, you have – the Danny Dimes is shown to be a, a, a clutch decent. quarterback. Of He's decent. If not, you give the ball to arguably one of the best running backs in the league. They go out and get Golden Tate. Right. To replace basically OBJ. They have that uh, Darius Slayton. Slayton? Darius Slay. Slay. Yep. Very good wide receiver. I don't see that. You know, I I like him. Oh, wait. Scratch that. Jason Garrett is now their offensive coordinator. (laughs) They will for sure go under six and a half. (laughs) I scratch everything I just said. (laughs) Under six and a half. I hate Jason Garrett. I hate Jason Garrett. (laughs) I will go with the over of six and a half. Um, I don't feel confident about the six and a half. I think they'll be, I think they can squeak out seven. 
Yeah. Like, I don't think they're going, like, 9-7. and seven. I don't think they're going, like, 10-6. and six. I think that they can get to seven wins. And that's, like, their ceiling. Yeah. Um, Daniel, If Daniel Jones can learn how to protect the ball. So he had, like, what, 15 fumbles last year? Yeah. Like, they need to put super glue on that guy's freaking hands. Right. Um, if he can not turn the ball over and Saquon Barkley is healthy this year, yeah, they can be good. Like I said, I don't think they're going to – be world beaters by any sense of the imagination, but I could see them squeaking out seven and that be like, I mean, the value's there. And like right. I said, I do like it a lot. I just hate Jason Garrett. <laughs> and that's, and you sh- know, it's shown. He's got all his talent in the Cowboys the past couple of years. That's and, fair. You know, that's so. fair. Um, the Washington W's, the Washington red the- tails, the Washington wolves, the Washington sentinels, the student loans. The Washington student loans. The Washington Washingtons. The Washington. I think that's a good name. The Washington. The Washington Washingtons. Washington's. The, w right the Washington Georges. The Georges. Um, the Washington football team. Five and a half plus one twenty-five to the over, minus one thirty-five to the under. I'm gonna go with the over. The over. Right. I can't agree with that. I cannot. You know, I just think it's Alex Smith eventually will be the starter again. I was just going to say this when you're done talking. If he does start, I would take the over. That's that's the key. That's the key. If Alex Smith – okay, I'll change a little bit. Alex Smith, quarterback, over. Over. Dwayne Haskins, under. Agreed. Comeback player of the year, Alex Smith. I mean, they got rid of Adrian Peterson, which kind of sucks, but they're going to do well yeah. with Alex Smith. Yeah, whatever. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's going to come back. He's got a chip on his leg. <laughs> he doesn't have a leg. <laughs> um, Sorry, Alex Smith. I love you. I got your jersey. <laughs> yeah, I, I just it, – it's hard. It's another one that I don't really love. Um, I won't bet it, but Washington at five and a half – you know, six wins, it's uh, it's not impossible to get to, especially, you know, if Alex Smith is even 80% of what he used to be. He's a good quarterback. He's a smart quarterback. He's not turning the ball over a ton. Um, you know, he has some pretty decent weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, I think Terry McLaurin's going to have a huge year. You add Chase Young, that defensive line is sick. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's potential there for six, seven wins. Um, wouldn't be shocked if they only win like three or four either, but yeah, I just like, I like the potential. I like the number. Um, give me the over. Um, but there are our AFC, NFC win total picks. We were going to run through the slate for this week. We are unfortunately running a little bit of short on time. So we are going to give you, I think our locks for the week. Um, my, my favorite game so far is Arizona plus seven and a half. Like just looking at the numbers right now. Yes. The Cardinals played them close both both times times last year. I know. Could could have won both times against the Niners last year. And they're, and Arizona is being disrespected. I think seven and a half as they are as bad as they were last year, which I 
again, I just do not think is the case. Right, no. You got they got better Com- like, and San Francisco got worse. Right. So I like seven and a half. I think Arizona's a live dog in this game no, at, no, on the no. money line, no, honestly. No, no. But even even if you don't believe in them, you tease if you're gonna do a teaser, you gotta have the Cardinals. Oh yeah. Tease them up to like thirteen and a half. Right. They're gonna keep this game close. They but, always play each other close. I mean, even for Previous years, it's always those two teams are just... The Cardinals dominated the Niners up until last year. Right. Dominated them. So, I love Arizona plus seven and a half. Absolutely love them. That's probably my favorite pick this week. Man, it's hard. I'm looking at these things, and it, it seems sketchy to me, but my favorite pick is Seattle. Moneyline over the Falcons. I don't know what it is. Why are people riding this Falcons hype train? I don't get it. You know what I mean? You add a, a, a Hurt Gurley, you lose some players. Matt Ryan isn't even the best quarterback that everyone says he is. Seattle has gotten nothing but better. Their defense is probably the best defense in the NFC other than the N- Niners. I think Seattle steamrolls them. And, and it's just like it doesn't look like they've really accounted for that there's not going to be fans. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's no it, home field advantage. Is Seattle letting anybody? Um, a, I know some teams are and some teams aren't. Well, I don't think any team is letting fans in right away. We are. The Chiefs are? Yep. Friday. Maybe, maybe just the Chiefs and the Cowboys so I far. know the Ravens said they were. The Chiefs said they were. I guess the Cowboys. Yeah. I, I know. Because like I know, like, the majority of the teams are, like, wanting waiting. to wait, like, a week or two yeah. before they, you know, reevaluate it. Um, besides the stupid freaking Raiders, when <laughs> that guy is right. still, he'll change his mind. I guarantee. It. Come, come when he figures out how much money he's losing out yeah. on. Like, oh, oh, wait, wait a second. Well, I mean, just looking at like no California team's gonna have fans. No, like California has been the most strict. You can't. There's no that. Halloween this year in Los Angeles. Did right. you see that? No so, Halloween. I didn't see that. The mayor said no trick or treating. On Halloween this year in Los Angeles. And I'm like, they're already wearing masks outside. Why can't you do this? I say this to California. If you're going to not allow people into California, please stop letting them out of California. (laughs) Because they came into Vegas this weekend and absolutely trashed our city. Trashed. Keep keep your trash residents to yourself. I'm sorry. I, I have... A major beef with California. I've never liked California, and this weekend made me not like California even. More. I mean, trash at casinos. They're even the win is raising their prices. Good because of the trash. It's about time. Yes, it's I about agree time. More. All right, so I think that's going to do it for this show of uh, episode five. We went over NFC totals. NFC totals. We gave you our locks of the week. Um, next week we will be back. We're going to go over every game of the NFC or of the NFL slate. We're going to go over, um, our spread picks. We're going to hit you with, you know, if you like an over and under particularly, um, hopefully the Knights will be, uh, going to the Stanley cup Yep, by that time. And, uh, I think that's going to do it for us guys. Guys, again, thank you for listening as always. Thank you so much. Um, we should be up on Spotify hopefully now. So if you guys don't have iTunes, you can hopefully get us on Spotify in the next coming days. Um, please like, share, subscribe, leave us comments. You know, we want to really start interacting, right. you know, more. 
Um, but yeah, thank you for listening again. Uh, week one of the NFL is finally upon us. Football's back, baby. It's back. All right, guys. Have a good rest of your week. We will see you next Monday. All right, guys. See you.